In this video, I want to talk you through the five most common newbie running mistakes and show you some ways to avoid them. Now, mistake number one is not warming up. And this is the most common newbie mistake. You know, people go out cold and just try to wing it. And this is actually a very bad idea because when you're not prepared for your run, you're going to put your body under all sorts of stresses and strains that it's not used to right away. So it's like going from a standing start in your car to trying to get to zero to 60 in about two seconds. You know, you're not going to be able to do it, especially if the engine is cold, it's a cold winter's day, that sort of thing. And it's the same with your body. And the problem is, of course, if you go out cold, if you haven't warmed up, it can lead to a number of different injuries. Most commonly are strained or torn muscles, especially the hamstrings. It can lead to sprains. It can lead to torn ligaments and cartilage. It can cause injuries to your bones and joints. And all of these injuries can lead to inherent weaknesses in the future. And, of course, these are injuries that can have long-lasting effects. You might be unable to go for a run for weeks or even months, and then you might perhaps decide to give up on the whole idea of running altogether, which would not be a very good thing. And you can avoid all these injuries by establishing a warm-up routine. Now, this routine should be a dynamic routine rather than a static one. And there's a couple of really good websites that you can look at to see some uh, dynamic warm-up exercises. Uh, the first one is here on menshealth.com. And you can see they've got this five-minute warm-up that makes you run faster. And this gives you a lot of good information here. They also have some other um, warm-up routines on this site as well. So you might want to just simply do a search on the website. But to come to this particular one, it's menshealth.com forward slash fitness forward slash best hyphen pre hyphen race hyphen warm-up. The other one is on runnersworld.com. And this has got a number of different warm-up exercises. You can see they recommend five different exercises. Hip flexor stretches, leg flexor stretches, leg extensor stretches, plantar flexor stretches, and hip extensor stretches. And you can see they've got diagrams and instructions here. And also, come to the top here, they've got a video that shows it being demonstrated. And the site is runnersworld.com forward slash the hyphen body hyphen shop forward slash five hyphen exercises hyphen two hyphen do hyphen before hyphen every hyphen run and it's forward slash slide forward slash one okay mistake number two is not cooling down after a run and just like not warming up this is a very common newbie mistake now during a run your body directs nearly all of its available resources towards getting you to where you need to go 
and your body's adaptive mechanisms and hormones send oxygen-rich blood cells to fuel your muscles and to clear away metabolic byproducts that threaten to flood the whole system. So when your run is over, you need to return your body to a more restful state, as well as preparing your body for the next run. And if you go from all-out exertion to being completely sedentary, well, your body isn't going to know what to do. You'll be tired, you'll be fatigued, you'll be cramped, you'll be sweaty, you'll be out of breath, you know, the list just goes on and on. And psychologically, you'll also find it difficult to motivate yourself next time for your next run because the memory of what happened after the last one is going to be unpleasant. So you need to wind down just like you need to warm up. Think of it like exiting the freeway in your car. You'll slow down as you come off the main road. You, know, you, you won't just simply keep going at highway speed and then throw on the brakes when you get to the traffic light. If you do, well, you're likely to cause a rather nasty accident. So your cool-down routine after a short, moderate run should be something like this. If you're going for a long run, if you're running in a marathon, then the cool-down routine is going to be slightly different. Now you start off by three to five minutes of brisk and then gentle walking. Then you have five to ten minutes of total body stretching. The UK's National Health Service has this website here which has some very good exercises for doing after a run. I just scroll down you can see they've got instructions and photographs to show you exactly what to do and you can find out more at www.nhs.uk forward slash live well with a capital L forward slash C25K forward slash pages with a capital P forward slash how hyphen to hyphen stretch hyphen after hyphen a hyphen run dot ASPX. And then after you've done all that, you want to take a shower. Now don't make your shower too cold because that could cause your body to go into shock. So you want to have it, you know, sort of a tepid type of shower really. Okay, mistake number three is trying to do too much too soon. And this is, again, a very common mistake. You know how it is. You're watching TV coverage of the New York Marathon or the Olympic Games and you think, yeah, I'd like to do that. And you've just started running or maybe you've been running one or two times a week for a couple of months. So you go out and you sign up for your local fun run and you think, yeah, this will be great, this will be good, I'll be able to do this, no problem at all, it's a walk in the park or it's a run in the park anyway. Only to find yourself finishing last, best case scenario, or having to pull up because you're exhausted or worse still, injured. Not only can this cause lasting physical damage, but it can also badly dent your confidence and make you not want to go out and repeat the experience again. So if you're going to run in the New York Marathon, or 
any long distance race really, you need to start training at least a year beforehand. So you want to build yourself up slowly. Go jogging before you start running and then run slightly longer distances every time till eventually you're able to cover the full distance of a 5k fun run or the full distance of a marathon. Now most importantly, you need to rest between runs. And lots of people don't do this when they're just starting out. They decide that they're going to just go at it over and over and over again. But it is actually very important that you rest between runs because this will give your body time to repair and recover. So if you're a newbie, don't go out and run every day because your body does need the time to recover, to rebuild your muscles and to... uh, Your whole system needs to recover. So you don't want to go out and run or do rigorous exercise every day when you're just starting out. Okay, mistake number four is not keeping track of progress. And you should run a bit further every time, like I was just saying. But if you don't know exactly how far you've gone, how will you know if you're making consistent progress? Now, I suppose the easiest way is to wear a pedometer if you're running on the road or simply count the laps if you're going around a track or if you're running on a treadmill, you can uh, keep track of things this way. You can also have a stopwatch to keep track of your best times. And you can pick one up on eBay quite cheaply. You can just get a regular old stopwatch or you can get stopwatches with pedometers built in and all sorts of other good stuff. And of course, you should write it all down. You know, just a simple pen and paper, a pocket notebook or a diary is sufficient. Or you can get an app for your smartphone. Okay, mistake number five is not sticking with it. Now, staying motivated can be a problem, especially in the winter when it's too cold to go out running and getting to the gym is a hassle. So you need to keep your goals in mind. You need to remember why you wanted to take up running in the first place. Was it to get fit? Was it to lose weight? You know, why did you want to take up running in the first place? Keep that in your mind. And as you monitor your progress and you monitor your goals, you can see how close you are to achieving them. And when you reach them, set new goals. You know, there's always a new horizon to run towards.